I've just said to my friends, I look like I'm a fortune teller. <laughs> 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 I've got like a headscarf on with my background. <laughs> well, thanks for doing this. Um, okay. it's, uh, it's like it's been really. I've done a few so far, and it's been it's been really nice. It's nice nice to kind of speak to the people and sort of like so far I've spoke to uh, two photographers. Um, so yeah, it's nice to kind of get a makeup artist's point of view as well. Yeah. Um, and then I'll be yeah, speaking to sort of models and stylists as well. Sorry, I said I know the two photographers you've spoken to. <laughs> oh yeah, Erica and DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're both both really nice and it's it was it was really good. It's um I mean from my side as well, I think it was nice because again you don't a lot of the time you don't get to kind of find out a lot of people's like sort of especially photographers their side of the work and all that sort of stuff as well so it's nice to kind of sit down and have a chat about it i mean it's quite a small world especially in manchester there's like everybody sort of knows each other but you only know people from instagram i suppose so yeah well it's the same but i mean because we shot recently like a few weeks back we did the ape sign um but the same there's i've seen loads of work on instagram and all that and then that was the first time we actually shot together as well so it is weird sometimes you don't see people for ages but you see a lot of their work there's loads of people that i follow that i've never met in real life but kind of feel like i know them because i follow the work yeah well i think that's the thing nowadays yeah it's a lot easier to sort of see access to people's work and constant updates of how they're doing and all that um but yeah now i just wanted to get started with uh from from your side just to kind of have a little delve delve in and sort of how you got started with how long you've been doing makeup and how you got started with it? Um, I'm only quite new to makeup, which I think surprises people because I'm not young. <laughs> um, but I had a completely different career for about 10 years. Uh, I used to work for social services, looking after teenagers in care. Mm -hmm. um, worked in various different projects around Merseyside, uh, lots of hostels, children's homes, uh, private companies and for like the council as well and I loved it I loved it for the time that I was doing it but I've always been creative my strongest subjects in school were art English drama um, design those kinds of subjects and I kind of fell into a different career path I'm not really sure why I just went in in that direction and then it was coming up to my 30th birthday and I thought if I don't leave now, I'm probably going to be stuck doing this job. Not that I hated it, but I felt like there was something else. Mm -hmm. um, and I was kind of weighing up different creative options. And someone said to me, you should do makeup. You've got like a really good eye for colour and uh, you, you're quite in with like designs and things like that. So, yeah, that was it. I just went and I applied for a course. It was initially, I think, about an eight-week course, something really basic, and I just picked it up really quick, and that was it then. I was like, I should have been doing this all along, and I kind of regretted that I didn't do it sooner, but I was glad that I did it in the end. Yeah. So, so where, was, where was, sorry, where was the course at? Uh, it was in Nosey Village, which is like Liverpool way, um, just a small little college, um, not, not that many. There was about five of us on the course. And then there was like a second course to go on. So I went on that before, before I'd even finished the course, I'd set up a business called Makeup by Andrea and I'd already started taking on clients and it just went from there. Just, I always knew I wanted to sort of delve into more fashion and editorial side of things, um, but I didn't really know how. And that's why I went to Cassie Lomas Academy in Manchester because that's more like a fashion-based makeup school. Mm -hmm. so 
that course, which is for nine months, and it's sort of like the equivalent of a makeup artist degree. Um, it's really high level qualification, and that sort of set me on the path then of doing more fashion shoots, editorials, and suppose my style of work now. Yeah. So when when you were doing that, did they when you're on the course for that, did that did they direct you into sort of how to get into sort of like with the, the paid work for it and everything? Um. They did, but I'd already kind of started before I went there because I did a fashion show. It was just a charity fashion show and I met a photographer and they were like, oh, I've got this shoot coming up next week. After I've seen your makeup, do you want to come and do this shoot? And then I did that shoot and then they introduced me to a model who then introduced me to it. And that's kind of how it went. Then it just started networking. And I think that's probably the best way to get involved with shoots and um, the more fashion side of things. It's just getting your name out there and bugging people a little bit saying can I test with you can you know I come and watch what you're doing or assist you and that's what I did for a while just until I'd got to know a few people and then obviously things started coming in then because I'd got to know people and once I got on the course I'd sort of then refined things a little bit because I was just saying yes to anything and everything because I just wanted to do everything and I didn't really kind of have any kind of there wasn't no consistency in my portfolio and the lady that runs it Cassie she's amazing she's been doing it for about 20 years she's done like Lady Gaga's makeup and some of the big supermodels she worked in London around the 90s and you know she's got a lot of experience so she she sort of sat me down went through my images it was a little bit harsh <laughs> she was um, she was to the point um, and just said, you know, you're a little bit all over the place and you're kind of just saying yes to everything and you've got to really start marketing your portfolio for what kinds of work you want. And then that's when I started to really sort of take an interest in my Instagram and what images I was putting on there. And, you know, I always post in three and I kind of, not, not a strict theme, but I like things to look, um, like it's planned a little bit mm -hmm. into it <laughs> which I did and I was just literally doing anything so yeah when you spoke to they say that was your tutor on the on the course yeah the academy and then there's different um teachers specialists that come in and teach you different things so there was like a lady who works in um film and tv so we had film and tv days and then there was people who worked in like e-com and did very glam makeup they came in and showed us different things we had hair as well hair course um and over the course of nine months we just covered everything so like period makeup modern makeup fashion show makeup any kind of makeup we covered it uh special effects as well so it was it was a really big learning curve and i think it it solidified that I'd made the right choice as well because uh, I kind of just picked it up. It seemed natural. It seemed like it was something that I'd always done when I hadn't. I hadn't been doing it for that long. Yeah. So when, when she when you um sorry when you were yeah so when you started to sit down and go through your like like say you were shooting like loads like kind of working with people loads and all that um when you kind of sat down and went through and she was saying in, in home and in was it a certain was it a certain style of what you do or was it a certain area of say say like you're on about fashion but a type of fashion or did was so it was more just moving on um more just telling me to take a bit more thought and things so what photographers i was working with and 
was that going to be beneficial to my portfolio? And if it wasn't, why was I doing it? Um, and telling me the right people to sort of gravitate towards and to reach out to. And with things like UC shoots and editorials, making sure that I'd put a lot of thought into it before I went to the shoot. So I had ideas of themes and I had mood boards prepared and just to make my work look a bit more refined rather than just, you know, I'm, oh, I just want to do a lilac eye look, so I'm going to go and shoot a lilac eye look. You know, why do I want to do that? And mm-hmm. what obviously you want to do that? So she just taught me really to think about things. <laughs> yeah. So with, with your, um, because that's what I was going to ask you next, well, with your, when you're sourcing stuff like now and back then as well for your inspo, um, is it, like how, how do you source it how do you find it is it just through like other shoots I know you say you use Instagram a lot and all that is it just through other shoots and other inspiration from that I mean Instagram's great but you don't want to sort of always just look at someone else what someone else has done and try and replicate that um so I will look I've got like a big book of old Vogue covers I've got loads of magazines that I keep stored um I buy fashion books I buy um books from like key iconic makeup artists like Kevin McQuan who was working you know 80s 90s and I'll think of things that he maybe did and bring it in like a bit of a more modern twist um Instagram plays a big part because obviously I'm scrolling all the time so I'll see something and I'll save it I've got loads of saved pictures mm-hmm. and then there's well which is addictive <laughs> you yeah. can sit on get things but it could just be something like the background behind me the colours, the patterns, things like that, that will make me think, oh, I'd quite like to do something with a monochrome look. Yeah. So, you know, it could be anything, really. Uh, like I say, I do, I do read a lot of magazines, I read a lot of books, um, and I've always have grown up. I've always um, been into, like, art and loved going to art galleries and um, museums and things like that. So I think it's just you absorb everything from around Yeah. You your environment don't you yeah. even tv programs like euphoria was really big because that started a trend in like these really like fantasy glitter eye makeup looks and things and it's just you know culture i suppose yeah well you find yeah you find it just kind of if you gather it for, from so many different things it just goes in and then like say you could be working on one thing and then just something pops in your head from something you've seen a while ago from so many different things yeah like I say, when I first started out, it was very much just, oh, um, you know, everybody is doing that kind of eye makeup. I want to try and do that kind of eye makeup. And I maybe tried out a few different styles that weren't really me. Um, and then as, as time's gone on, and even now still I'm kind of developing what it is that is my style. I know that I really like skin. I like clean skin. I like beauty. Um, I like things to look a bit more natural maybe than the sort of e-com Instagram looks although I can do those as well Mm. but I think my kind of what I really enjoy doing is like fresh beauty looks Mm -hmm. so something that I'm always on the lookout for opportunities where I can do that style of work yeah let's get paid for doing something that you enjoy yeah yeah it's a bonus (laughs) I think um well you mentioned about you mentioned a lot about um yeah like sort of color as well in in uh, a lot of your work and i mean that's one of the things i was going to mention as we go through some of the images 
um, especially with some of the ones I've chosen, there's quite a bit of like color in some of them. Um, yeah. But when, when you, when you're, um, so say when you, when there's a shoot coming up or you, you're planning, if it's for a test or something. So uh, is there much uh, interaction between say like you and the photographer when it's like planning it? Is there a lot of, is there quite a bit of like back and forth and then going through ideas or how does that work? No, definitely. It's a collaborative uh, effort. So, you know, I might send over some makeup looks that I like and some color schemes up and then the photographer will send over some posing styles or some lighting effects. Um, and again, if you've got like a stylist and a hairstylist and there's a whole team, then everyone's got their own ideas. So it's just sort of, you know, um, melting all the ideas into one. Um, mm. And I that with people I like working with other people rather than it just being all my own idea because you learn from other, something that I might think would look good. Actually, I was talking about this with a photographer because she asked me, uh, do I mind the photographer suggesting something, like changing my idea a little bit and saying, well, you know, I think it would be better if you did that. And no, I don't mind that at all because they might see something that I'm not seeing. And if, you know, someone's got a different point of view and then I could think, actually, yeah, that would look a lot better than mm. what I had had. So it wouldn't offend me in the slightest because it's good to communicate. It's good to share ideas, I suppose. Yeah, that's really interesting because I think, Definitely from my side, I'm always like that bit um, when you're, yeah, you were shooting with someone, you got your team. But sometimes I do get that feeling like where I feel like, oh, should I say if like want to change it a little bit and stuff. But um, like you say, I think most people are, they'll be open to sort of if it helps to for the whole, uh, for, the, for, the, for the image to come together. I think, um, yeah. yeah, you do from everyone's side, you do need that to be open. If Again, a different point of view because you're seeing it with, with your lighting and what you see camera and things which I can't see because I don't have those skills so you would know what would look better on camera so I wouldn't be offended at all if someone said well maybe you should try this or you know less than that or make that a little bit make that stand out more and that would make the image pop I think that would it's better than you know everyone going away and the image is okay but it could have been better whereas I prefer it if someone suggested something and then you're like yeah that's the image yeah well, that, that's what it is. That's what I mean, especially when you've got a shoot and if there's about five of your like, like say you've got, you've got you, like you've got the makeup artist, you've got the photographer, you've got the stylist, you've got the model. I think it is a, it is a case of bringing together everyone's sort of expertise in their area. Um, it's difficult because there can be a clash of personalities or, yeah. you know, some a little bit shy and might not be able to speak up. I've been in situations where I've maybe thought, oh, wish, wish we could do this, but um, especially early on when I didn't have any experience of shooting at all, I wouldn't have said anything at all. Um, but now I think I'd be more inclined to say, oh, hang on, can I just jump in and change that? Or I think that doesn't look quite right, let me see. Mm. That experience as well, isn't it? And a bit of confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's a very good point. I think, um, like I say, that's something that does, it comes in time as well. I think the more you do yeah. with experience, like I say, then you do, you build up that confidence um, to be able to sort of, like I say, jump in and give give your opinion. And that's what you want really on a shoot. You want everyone to be able to bring bring their side. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. The, the photographer is um, Vera that I was talking, Vera Chain, she's a beauty photographer. And yeah. it was because we'd done a shoot and I had this idea of using a backdrop that had sort of, it was like a plant themed shoot. And I had an idea of using this backdrop
backdrop with plants on it, um, with the model in front and then plants in front. And she just said no. <laughs> it's not gonna work and it doesn't look good. So she removed it and then we carried on with the shoes and the images that we got back were amazing. And if we'd have gone with my idea, they wouldn't have looked like that. Mm. So I was glad that she stepped in and said, mm, something doesn't look right because I couldn't see it. I was just like, yeah, plants, plants on plants. And it just didn't work. Um, and it was much better when we stripped it back and the image was a bit just more, um, it was more focused just on the model. Yeah. No, well, it, it does help, like saying, it's, it's the it's the confidence to kind of, to speak and, even that sometimes like saying saying no and be like, oh now I feel like this would work this way. Um, I think it's there can be that urge sometimes to kind of to try and keep everyone happy. But I think, yeah, definitely getting your your expertise across and your opinion, it can help. And that even if it means sometimes saying no, I don't think that will work. I think this works better. Yeah. Even sometimes like if it's someone waiting to jump in and like fix hairs or whatever, you know, it's always good if someone says, Oh, can you just come in and sort the house? Because it's easier as especially for a photographer to fix something in the flesh isn't it rather than trying to change mm. it with so yeah but like I say it's a learning curve and I definitely wouldn't have been confident enough a couple of years ago when I first started doing shoots to what I am now where I'd say oh actually can I just do that mm. so and I think it's feeling comfortable with the people that you're working with as well and that's if you choosing like it's a collab it's just something that you're doing for you know all your portfolios the people that you choose for that team is really important because you've got to be comfortable enough with them to to really say how you feel mm, absolutely yeah yeah well because you want something that you're all happy with at the end of the day, at the end of the day so yeah you want something you want to work with people that you do feel comfortable with Everyone on a shoot where they've come away and they've thought mm, <laughs> maybe <laughs> with the day or whatever that I've spent on it you know when it's been a collab and you've maybe not been as happy with the images that you get back and thought it could have been better so now obviously that's what I was saying where Cassie kind of said you know be a bit more careful with what you're doing and you know who you're choosing to work with and the images and just make sure that it's some you know something you're proud of you're really proud of an image if it's going in your portfolio you want it to be good work your best work um, so now I'm much more um, conscious of, of who I'm going to be working with and what, what's going to be the, the end product. Super, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, well, we can dive into some of your work if you want. We can go into the, uh, <laughs> so we uh, start picking it apart. Um, so, yeah, I've got the first image um, up here, which should be, let me just get that. That should be the one. Is it uh, Amy Smith? Is that the model's name? And yeah, from um, yeah, and Andy Park was the photographer. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so this is one like we were talking about, about colour and stuff. And I mean, this one, when I was going through and making some of the selects and all that, I think, I mean, this one really jumps out. Um, what was the what was the kind of idea behind behind the shoot, behind the look? Um, well, to be honest, it, that was kind of driven by me um, because I'd shot with Amy on another shoot with Erica, actually and a lot of the close-up images we were getting I just thought you'd be so beautiful for a beauty shoot you know you've got these amazing features these big eyes big lips really clear nice skin um so I knew that I wanted to shoot some beauty with her so I'd, I'd spoken to her if she wanted to and then an opportunity became available where 
and he wanted to shoot some beauty and my ideas fit with his ideas. I sort of had this um, colour scheme and I showed him some images of like poses and how it, how I expected it to, to look, the final image. And yeah, we just, we both liked the idea and then obviously Amy liked the idea. And I think if I remember rightly, it was just sort of colours at first. And then I went on to Pinterest and I found some makeup looks that sort of were along the same lines. And you wanted to do something graphic again because she had that nice ice face. And uh, just from the, the colours that I had when she was in front of me, I just sort of freehanded. So that was just sort of on the spot. It wasn't, I hadn't planned exactly the look that I was gonna do. I just knew that I wanted it to be graphic and which colours that I wanted to use. So was that, yeah, so you knew about the colours like, beforehand, because mm -hmm. obviously you've got the background matching, say, like the eye shadow. Um, so there that was, was certain, that was, and yeah, so there were certain bits that were kind of planned before, and then when you got there, it was kind of going with it. Yeah, yeah, so it was just sort of a general feel of what we wanted the images to look like and the colours that I wanted to use. And then once I was there, it, I just sort of drew that freehand and then... Um, we were looking at different colour backdrops and, and they had like a few different colours to choose from. And I think we tried out a couple of different ones, maybe a deeper red and um, a lighter colour. And it just popped so much with that colour that we were like, yeah, we'll go with that one. And maybe Andy might have even deepened the background, I think, in, in post-production. So it really did make the image pop. Yeah. Well, no, another thing with the image as well, because um, I know you're saying about then as looking through before it and then talking about looking at uh, ideas for like poses and that and one of the I think one of the things as well is is the pose as well um was that was that something when you're there shooting again because I mean it's drawing everything into the face and the focus again on on a face is that something that boy there is it something that just naturally happens sometimes it does or is it something that that was one of the bits of inspo you've seen something like that I think that was some of the um pictures that I found on Pinterest it was sort of that that style with similar lighting and posing and things but then Andy is um very thorough with things so he'll try lots of different lighting styles and like shoot from below and above and you know try lots of different things to to get what will look the best and we just he's got like a big massive screen the images really like close up and know whether it's working or not and then, yeah, all together, picked which setup that we liked the best. So that was something you kind of narrowed it down to some certain angles, some setups and that. And then did you, as you're shooting that, did you know, again, like that, with that kind of crop and that, you kind of, yeah, we know that's, we've got it, that's what we want. Most of like the crop and everything, that's all Andy. Um, it, but before before we got the images back we sat and looked through the computer and chose which were the strongest ones and he he showed us what they would look like cropped so yeah that was his idea to crop him okay and how long does a uh, a look like that take to do when you're setting up i think that that was quite quick uh, um, i think i remember auntie saying that it was quite quick because we did quite a few looks and and I um, that was more towards the end I'm sure I can't remember now memory's not that good but I think uh she already had the base on so it was just a matter of drawing the eye on so okay. it would take that long even though it sort of looks quite fiddly and everything 
it just flows. So it's it's quick. It's quite quick to do something like that. Super. Um, well, we can move on to the next image, um, uh, which again is another one we would like to say in the colours, the one with Antonina. Um, uh, she's like my favourite. <laughs> yeah, well, I I've seen you've, you've shot with her quite a few times. I mean, does that does that help us? I mean, surely it does help us, like, you've got that relationship. You already kind of, from a makeup artist's point of view, it, it helps because I already know her face shape, her, you know, her skin tone, her skin texture. So I'm already a little bit prepared before I go to the shoot. Um, and then obviously, if you've got a good relationship, then yeah, it, it makes the day flow. And it's nice. Mm. And today, that was Stefan Small, wasn't it? The picture that you yeah. look at. Yeah, so Stefan and then, yeah, she's wearing the... Um, <laughs> She's wearing the um, uh, Edjo Beyond uh, like, uh, lingerie as well. Was that for the brand or was that something that... Just... Yeah, the, that's a Stefan, so it was already pre-planned. Um, and then he brought in, I don't know if, I don't know what happened. I got brought in later, so I think he he brought on Nina and then she, she contacted me. And then, again, we all sort of messaged each other to sort of say what the, the mood was. And then again, that was like a little bit of freehand. It wasn't, it's not like a graphic look or anything. It, it was just a very soft look and that's what, what they wanted. That was the effect. Yeah. Well, and do you prefer as well, like with the makeup like that, do you prefer it softer, especially doing like lingerie and underwear stuff, do you prefer it a softer look? Because I know some people go a bit more glammy, but. You dial it up a little bit more. It sort of goes into like a glamour area. It's it's like a different feel. Whereas if it's really soft and it's nice and it's more of an editorial vibe. And I think that did get, um, I think that was in Rasua mag or it was in some magazine anyway. So it gives it sort of a higher end feel, I think. Hmm. And with the, um again, the same look about the colours well, what with the eyeshadow again, I mean, it's, matching like the outfit the background is that something when, when you're there and you kind of you do it <laughs> I kind of yeah I think I've got a little bit of a tendency to do that again I've kind of um, I'm quite good at colour matching so like I, I pick up a colour and I'll I'll know already what's in my kit that sort of matches that colour and I just felt like I like that kind of monochromatic look where everything's matching and especially um the backgrounds and everything there's the same kinds of tones and in, in everything i think that almost gives it like a vintagey feel like a film feel mm. um just like that soft effect yeah and uh, uh say is, is that something so you just kind of you do that i mean i, I like it. it really complements the sort of the whole Im the image in general i think uh, together and i think um is that something you do say as, as you sort of get there on a shoot you just you find yourself just almost like subconsciously doing you noticing colors around the room and the backdrops and things definitely a subconscious thing um it, it just sort of it just happens uh it must just be my eyes picked up a color and instantly I'm drawn to something in a palette that is a similar tone I mean it's not always the case sometimes there's clashing colors which I love doing as well um but so, something like that which is soft and pretty I always find that bringing colors through it really helps bring everything together mm. And what was it like working with um, Stefan? Have you worked with him a few times before as well? Yeah, I've worked with him a few times now. I'm working with him again on Friday. <laughs> uh, he's amazing. He's so talented, like really, really talented. And I think he's got a very distinct style that I've not seen many other people kind of um, 
replicate it. You sort of stands out. So yeah, I really like working with them. And again, it's nice when you've got just a nice, friendly working uh, relationship and all three of us kind of get on quite well. So it's always a comfortable shoot. I, I don't feel kind of like, you know, any nerves are on edge because you feel you you kind of know people a little bit. Mm. And when you when you shoot with them again, is that is that something you're saying about when you can kind of jump in and just you just feel like you can if you need to just do your thing. Uh, definitely, because I've done um, Nina's makeup a few times now, she sort of trusts me a little bit. So, you know, I think she wouldn't be. You know, sometimes people, if they've never met you or whatever, they could be constantly like wanting to check in the mirror, you know, because they're not quite sure what you're gonna do. But because if you've done someone's makeup a few times, like, yeah, okay, I, I kind of trust you. you. You go ahead and do what you think looks good. Yeah. She obviously inspiration and, you know, we all looked at inspiration, but she wasn't, you know, there every five minutes saying, oh, you know, can I check what you're doing now? It's, it just was, you know, I know what you're doing, so carry on, do it. Yeah, you've got and that com confidence in each other. You know, completely laid back. It's like, yeah, just get on with it. Mm -hmm. And then happy with the end results yeah so um so do you do you feel like you have do you, do you feel you have like a certain a certain style a certain go-to look i think probably i mean i do cover quite a few different avenues with makeup because i think you have to uh i'm not based in london so i couldn't purely do editorial work i'm not um agency represented so i couldn't say to them you know i'll, I'll which jobs I wanted to go for, or they wouldn't pitch me for certain jobs. So you can't, if you're freelance, you, you've got to go for whichever jobs, you know, are available. So you kind of got to be able to do a, an array of different styles. But I suppose my style, if anything, would be quite, would be quite soft. And I think I like enhancing features rather than, you know, completely covering them up or transforming somebody. Um, I always like to, you know, for some people it might be they've got the most beautiful eyes or for some people they've got amazing lips and I'll mainly draw attention to that area and kind of keep it softer. Yeah, I'd say soft is probably my style of makeup. I like nice skin work. I like people to look like they're glowing from within. And what, um, and what was it? So I know you do uh, like wedding, uh, like bride stuff as well. Um, um, Apart from last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit of a quiet one. The weddings last year. Yeah. But we so with the with the fashion stuff, why uh yeah, so why I mean we spoke a bit about it at the start, but why do you feel like you were drawn with the makeup? Why do you feel like you were drawn to the fashion side of things? I think probably because I prefer a softer style of makeup. And if you're gonna go down purely the glam ecom look, you you know, you kind of stuck with with a certain style, and I like like I say my inspiration is like fashion magazines, uh, fashion shows, and sort of cultural things. So, with fashion, you've got a little bit more creativity, I suppose, um, and it's just the style of makeup that I think is most flattering. So I, I'm instantly drawn to that and kind of. When I started out, when you start out as a makeup artist, you 
generally start out like maybe working in a salon or taking weekends appointments and like weddings and things like that which I still love doing I love my weddings but I was never that inspired by doing weekend makeup or just doing you know the lady from down the road's makeup I always knew I wanted to be part of something else like I see images you know the most amazing images in these magazines like obviously Vogue, Harper's Bazaar and things like that and you just look at those and you think yeah I, I want a piece of that I want to be part of something that could produce something as beautiful as those images yeah. um and I've always <laughs> I've got a very <laughs> individual fashion sense but I've always loved fashion I've always followed fashion and the the brands that I'd really love to work with um that was just the style of makeup. So yeah, that's what drew me more towards that direction than anywhere else because I've tried special effects. Um, I've, I've tried all the different kinds of makeup and I like them all, but my heart would lie somewhere like fashion or, or editorial probably. Yeah, I, I think it's the, like I said as well, with the, it's the sort of the two complement each other as well with, with the makeup sort of like complementing the outfits um and that whole we were speaking about like the whole collaborative effort as well i think when you have when you are doing a shoot and you've got about five or six different people and their sort of areas of expertise um, yeah yeah i think it's, it's a nice thing when it all comes together i think that's also part of it as well like working as part of a team so i've always had jobs where i've been you know a pe people person basically so i like that feeling of even though I'm self-employed and I'm freelance, I get to work with other people. So that's a nice thing. Do you think that's something you you bring to it? I mean, like I say from like, yeah, like your past experience well, do you think that's something you bring into the, the makeup, sort of the makeup area with like how you how you are with people and sort of like easy to get along with and that kind of thing? Oh, because you've got to be able to talk to people. You've got to be able to like say network and networking's a big part of it. Um, it's not always what you know sometimes it's who you know so if you you can get along with people and you can make good connections and you know maybe you're not the most talented makeup artist in the world but someone will remember the fact that you were nice to them and that you were nice to have on set and that you know you had nice manners and things like that and they'll think they'll remember you for another job that comes up because they like they enjoyed working with you so sometimes it's not always the most talented people that get ahead sometimes it's people who just know how to work with people mm. well that, yeah that's a big part of it definitely um so i'm going to move on to the third image which is the one with uh nicole as the model um and it's another andy park uh image um <laughs> that if i remember rightly that was sort of around christmas that picture reminds me of like christmas eve perhaps because mm. of like the everything that's quite like sparkly and out there um that was another collaborative thing we had a stylist uh Bronwyn. we had a hairstylist sarah she works for Saks, and they've got like a creative team and she's part of a creative team so she like she goes to photo shoot she does editorial she um is a creative colorist um she's got a whole load of specialisms so she was involved, Andy, and then we had two models. We had Nicole and Zara, who were both from Shador, who I'd worked with separately before, but I'd not worked with together. Um, but it, yeah, it's Nicole in that image. Yeah, and that's that's the one. Yeah, so it's it's the the red dress she's got. I think it's from uh, Millie London's dresses. Um, 
yeah, it looks amazing. I mean, I've seen the ones on Zara as well, and the dresses are just amazing. And it's like, um, were you going for oh, the? Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say with, with the with the makeup, were you going for something that kind of that jumps out a bit? Because I mean, I know you got the dress with like the sort of the sequin sort of at the bottom. Were you going for the makeup that really sort of jumps out a bit, a bit on that one? Well, that was sort of all based around the dresses, really, and wanting to do something that was like really glam, really out there, um, not as soft as maybe I usually do makeup, something a little bit different for me and a little bit different for, for the girls as well, because a lot of the time they're doing a lot of fashion and um, beauty work, which is a little bit softer and maybe not as out there and exciting and flamboyant. So once with Source, the team, uh, the stylist, she'd got in touch with the dress company and they'd loan out those dresses all around the world. I think the ones that came to us had been, I can't remember, like some, somewhere far away anyway. So they came over to us and yeah, it all sort of started with the dresses and wanting to create something that was like really high drama. And yeah. that sort of reminded me a bit of Lady Gaga, like some outfits that she's worn with like that mirrored vibe. Um, so yeah, so we just went all out. It was really big hairstyles, the pictures of Zara, she's got like the most amazing volume in her hair. And then that one was like really sleek and slick back. Um, so again, it was just a team, just all bringing different ideas in. Yeah. So you're working, are you working closely with the hairstylist when you're doing those too? Or is like, was yeah, one of, I mean, kind of working with one girl and then you'd switch over? How, how, would, how would that work? Yeah. I mean, I do a little bit of hairstyling, but I'm no, I'm no hairdresser. I'm a session stylist. Um, so that's not my area of expertise. So I suppose Sarah had a bit more of a free reign on what hair she wanted to do. Whereas I was very much, you know, this is the makeup that I want to do. And then there was obviously two girls, so we could swap in between. And we did like quite a few looks and there was a few different dresses, changes. So it was a little bit manic, like changing in between. And then one girl would be getting dressed. There would be doing hair touch-ups and I'd be doing lipstick touch-ups. Um, but again, that works really well because if it's just the one person doing the hair and makeup, you know, you could have people sat around waiting. Whereas if there's two of you, it that it works the same in weddings as well. If there's a hairstylist and a makeup artist, it's like a little bit of a conveyor belt. You know, there's just people moving in between. So that was really that that was good that there was the two of us to sort of um maximize the time, really, because otherwise we'd been there all day. <laughs> mm. If it was just you know, working away with both the girls and the hairstyles and the makeup, the shoot was have blasted twice as long. So it, yeah, it was really, it was really good to have that kind of team. And can you remember how, how they got the, sh the shot? Cause I mean, the dress is like kind of up behind her. Do you remember how that would set up? <laughs> because I think I've still got a picture, like behind the scenes picture. Cause I think it was, was it from when I was there? One of them got underneath the dress and held it up. <laughs> And like was just kept making it like really big as Andy was clicking away and like we just caught the right shot and when the dress was fully up. And her hair's off as well is that I mean is she holding I mean she might be holding it there because her arm's out I think she's yeah, she holding the hair there and then um one of the girls is underneath with the dress up and the rest of us are in front going yeah that looks good no move it a little bit to the left <laughs> to the right. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I mean, it works. It looks great. I mean, the, the, say the, the way the dress is literally just taking up the whole frame, the whole crop yeah. of frame as well. And I can't remember, again, that, that's what I'm saying. I can't remember whose idea that was. It wasn't in any, like, inspo pictures we had beforehand. Um, we just decided that it would look good if the whole dress was filling, you know, the space behind. Uh, maybe it looked a little bit flat with just the dress. I'm not sure. But, yeah, one of us was just like, yeah, just jump in and see what it looks like, filling the whole frame. And it worked. So we went with it. Yeah, it, look, it looks looks fabulous. Um <laughs> I'm going to move on to the last last image now. Um, so I thought I'd uh, I'd throw in a bit of a location one because <laughs> all these studios. Um, that's the one with uh, Jasmine Maddox, um, and I thought we'll have to get one of your shoots in that you do with Erica because I've featured a lot yeah. with like you and Erica. Um, <laughs> Half of my promise pictures with Erica. Yeah, well, like I say, I mean, so what? That's something we were talking as well about. We've sort of. Um, when you work with like the same sort of people and that and again like, like with Erica you've shot with a lot I mean uh what, what's it like does it just make it so, like so much easier you've got someone that you've worked with so many times because um again we were in Instagram sort of following each other first um we kind of she liked my style of makeup I liked her style of shooting because we were sort of I think we could tell we were on the same lines of in terms of what kinds of images we like and when we started speaking I think it was when we just first got into lockdown and we knew that we wanted to work together but obviously no one knew how long lockdown was going to go on for so we never actually met in person until um, late summer last year when the lockdown ended and everyone went back to work and then from there because everything went so well and Jador really liked it so they were sending us more people um, and we developed a relationship with them as well that's how how we've got so many images together just because it all just sort of clicked together um, and similar styles similar visions yeah do you find you go through with each other as well and kind of like every so often and just sharing ideas about like sort of next things you want to shoot yeah, there's a there's a lot of that. I mean, I've got mood boards, but mood boards saved. You know, I've got a mood board probably for every day for the rest of my life if I really want to shoot every day, because there's always more ideas, and because we would often find we were saving the same kinds of images, the same kinds of clothing, the same kinds of makeup styles. It would just work because we liked the same things basically. So I suppose it was more a taste um thing more than anything we had similar tastes and things uh so it wasn't sort of you know she had this idea that you know I might not be on board with we were just really both on board with each other's ideas mm. and that's something that you kind of you know it's with people that you you stick with working when when you kind of keep shooting with certain people it's because it's because of that it's because you're on the same sort of wavelength and you you want to sort of create the same sort of stuff yeah, um, because everyone's got different tastes and different vision and, um, you know, different areas that they specialise in. And it, it's nice if you come together with other creatives that have got the same sort of ideas as you or, you know, if they share something, you're like, oh, my God, I really wanted to shoot something like that. So it just works and you can come together. And we just we had the same sort of mood boards basically like a lot of the time it was quite frightening that we'd say the same things uh, and a lot of 
like Erica styles a lot of the shoots as well. So like when she was choosing clothing and things that she would ask, you know, for my opinion on different things. And we found like a few times we bought the same earrings or whatever. So there was just an unspoken similarity between us, which helps. Um, and then the image that you're talking about, I think, if I remember rightly, Erica styled that. So there's, is there a scarf under the, the hat? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So Erica's styled it and yeah, she's got the hat on with the scarf underneath. Um, yeah. And it's so sort of, you... like a golden hour. So we wanted something that was like really fresh skin, but I think we'd done a few looks without the, the eye makeup as strong. And then because we'd added the scarf and the hat, we wanted to sort of elevate the look a little bit, make it a little bit more edgy, I suppose. So we added the eye makeup and the sun came out just at the right time. And that lovely gold now light is just so like beautiful and flattering photos. And it just sort of, it all happens at the right time. And we just caught a really nice picture. And Jasmine's got such a beautiful face um, and the most beautiful hair. And yeah, it just all came together. Was that, uh, you mentioned about, like, I mean, yeah, because I was looking at the image, you can see it looks like it's just in the evening, just as the sun's starting to go down. Um, and you've got, let's say, the makeup like quite sort of soft with it. So it was that part of the, part of the plan beforehand, like, oh yeah, we'll get it in the golden hour just as the sun's going down and we'll have the sort of soft makeup to go with it. Um, I don't know if we, we'd planned it specifically for the golden hour. It was, it was nice light that day. All the pictures had really nice light. Um, we shot some in Erica's got home studio. So yeah. we shot some, the doors open with the light pouring into the studio and just used natural light. And then when we went outside, that as the sun was sort of coming down a little bit more and the, the really nice goldeny um, tinge to the photo, there's like, if I remember rightly, the strands of like blonde hair are really quite golden. Um, it's a nice glow. So it just sort of it just happened at the right time. It was coming towards the end of the shoot, and it was like the the last little thing that we were trying out, and it just worked. Yeah, well, it's got like I mean, you can see there's just like a little bit of wind as well, just catching a hair, just at the yeah. time as well. I mean, you can try and replicate that. I've often been stood with um, like reflectors and stuff or a hairdryer trying to replicate the same effect, but that was just a nice gentle summer breeze. And it, I think that made the, the picture even nicer because it is natural. Yeah, sometimes the ones that work best are when it just naturally happens. Yeah, so it's um, back to the to make the best pictures. They're just the right timing. Yeah, well, I find the same as well. Like when shooting, if it's like a bit of movement or something, sometimes it's get quite quite a lot of the like, really good ones are just in between, just in between the movement as well. And it looks a little bit less forced. The same with the hair as well. I think if it's just naturally as it blows, it just seems to sometimes it just seems to like fall into place. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah, the best things do happen naturally, don't they? And if you tried to get the same picture again, you you could never replicate it because it just wouldn't be the same. So it it I mean that's Erica. That's that's produced that because she's just caught something at the right time and captured it, um, which is the nice thing, I suppose, about being a photographer. And um, so was that was that shot uh, by Erica's then? Is that uh, Erica's place? She's got, yeah, it's like sort of, it's Manchester, but it's out, outside of Manchester. So there's loads of like fields and um, Daisy Nook, is that? The place yeah, I'm sure that's where we've gone to loads of time there's loads of like nice little walks and um Erica loves shooting outside I think that's her preferred 
style. She she likes natural light and things to look at, like you say, a little bit more natural. So yeah, that was just by Erica's. And is there a um because I think yeah, the lights behind her is with it was the some kind of was using a reflector or something just to kick kind of kick a bit of light into the face, or was that just just purely natural, like nothing? The lights, the lights on the day was so nice, which you know, a lot of the times when we've shot it, the, the lights just come out and we're always like, oh, the, you know, it's just good luck that the, the light's hitting right. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there was anything involved, any reflectors or anything. I mean, I'm normally on reflector duty, so <laughs> I don't remember holding a reflector. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, I just wanted to like sort of, um, yeah, like wrap it up and just kind of um, in terms of, going forwards is, is there any sort of looks you've got that you haven't done yet that you want to try for sort of future shoots yeah I think I'd like for my own portfolio I think I'd like to try different ideas that I've got saved um there's a lot of beauty looks that I want to try because I want to refine my skills because I'm still very new at all this so I'm still learning you know the ropes <laughs> and I think if if it's a beauty shot and it's up close, you know, there's no room for mistakes, there's no room for errors. So I think you kind of, you can learn a lot by trying to do these looks that are gonna be on a big screen and it's all about the face. So you can see exactly, you know, how you've made makeup look. So I think for my own um, portfolio, I'd like to explore more into beauty. I'd like to do more up close beauty shots. And then there's always ideas, there's always like, pictures that I've gotten, even sometimes stuff that I've not seen and it's just in my head and it's trying to find an image that matches the, the idea that's already in my head so that I can explain to someone, you know, oh, would you like to do this or could we try and make it look like that? So there's always there's always stuff rattling around that I'm thinking about. Yeah, and you do a lot of them, it's like sort of testing a big things, but I mean, because I know we've talked about like some coming up as well and we've got some that we're planning. So it's like testing the sort of side. I mean, some I know some people, whether it is like like models, photographers, magpies, stylists, some people don't do it as much. Some people, I mean, I love doing it. I think it's just, um, say like in terms of connecting with people again, in terms of just sort of challenging yourself, trying new stuff and kind of constantly developing. So it's, it's definitely something that you, from your yeah. side as well. I think, like say, because I am still um, fairly new. So I think it challenges me to be able to, to really work on on my skills because otherwise you know I, I, I wouldn't be um you know for whatever day I wouldn't be painting someone's face that day so it gets me in an environment where I'm practicing so it's it's good for that and it's good for networking and obviously content's a big thing you know Instagram likes it when you're posting and that you've got stories and um you, you regularly update them people with what you're up to I think people buy in now to sort of to you as much as you work so I think if you're out and about and you, you've got like videos behind the scenes for some reason people really love behind the scenes I can post the most beautiful edited like perfect picture but the the one that's just me on my iPhone will get more likes. So I'm not really sure what that that's about, but testing helps with things like that because you've got content then to post. Yeah, well, I think it's just about yeah, it's definitely like saying like staying on staying on people's radar and they want to see that you're kind of you're active and sort of doing stuff. But no, but I think um I know you sorry, go on yeah. 
with the lockdown because you know a lot of people haven't done that much and you know you've been sat there thinking about things that you want to do and now that everything's easing a little bit um I'm sure loads of people will be wanting to get out and update the portfolios because they've not shot anything for a while and even though I had quite a lot of things to post even towards the end I was thinking at some point I'm gonna run out here like how long is this lockdown gonna last because I'm gonna have to start going back for really old pictures and throwing them up pretending they're new because <laughs> um, I'm not I don't really want to go down the whole like influencer like I, I wouldn't feel comfortable sat there doing videos myself or a lot of tutorials that's just not my my thing so I like to have other people's faces tons to paint so then at least I've got post yeah well you can fit you can definitely fit I mean my side as well you can feel a lot of stuff's locked piling up with ideas and I just wanted to shoot one and shoot and it's just it's getting to that point now, when, when when things open up a bit more yeah people are just you'll we'll just get a massive surge of a lot of like new stuff coming through models as well because the agencies will actively send them out to test they, they want new images in the portfolio all the time so that they can you know uh, market them better so yeah i think there's going to be a lot of creativity going down i've got a feeling it's going to be really busy for a while which is good because it hasn't been <laughs> for anyone so it's it's nice as well that you know i'm starting to get more messages through and people you know putting feelers out of like you know who who you might want to work with next and that's nice as well that you're going to start meeting new people again super well yeah i mean there's a lot to look forward to and i mean i know you say you're still like relatively new to it but i've been yeah like really enjoying everything you've posted so far and the shoot you've done so um with all these lot coming up and lot i'm like really looking forward to what else we've got to come and what else we can see it is exciting. I'm starting to feel excited now where for a while, you know, I think everyone was really depressed and just felt like, is this ever going to end? But now you can definitely say that things are, are getting better and improving. So it's just, I think a lot of people's moods are really lifted now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's on the up. So yeah, we will be there soon, but um, <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, thank you. Thanks for uh, taking the time to speak to me, Andrea. I'm and, glad um, that I <laughs> get my phone to work when I lock myself up my laptop so I hope this looks all right so my phone cameras it's a new phone so the camera should be decent <laughs> no it's great well it's all yeah like I say it's all even at the moment it's still new ways of doing stuff and that but I mean surely it won't be too long before I mean I'm going to carry on these and then be doing them hopefully kind of sat down in a studio or somewhere as well so um, that'd be, yeah that'd be really nice yeah what are you gonna have like a microphone <laughs> <laughs> yeah a like proper interview like no but i mean yeah all of these i mean I'm, I'm still getting used to zoom and doing all that sort of stuff as well so yeah oh i know it's uh it's it's not my it's not my thing like say, i i still like an actual magazine like flipping through pages and i'll write things down in a notebook and like i've got a proper diary i don't store things on my phone so yeah it's definitely it's uh it's new to me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no uh yeah enjoy the rest of the day and um like, thank you so much for talking to me. It was like really nice to sort of go into go into some of your work. You're welcome. And hopefully I'll see you soon. Yeah, I'll see you soon. Thanks, Andrea. Bye. Bye. Bye.